Why is my computer doing weird things? What are you doing? What are you doing? to the podcast <laughs> it has been a long fucking time since we've done this <laughs> we don't know what we're doing with our lives but evidently we're too stressed out we we've just been like through the fucking ringer for the past couple months i got married alexia has been like swamped with work and we're just like trying to figure it out <laughs> Abby got married. I moved, moved in with a significant other, and then also did like a bunch of other ill-advised things um, <laughs> while also somehow being involved in said wedding. Um, oh my God. Not as much as I should have been. However, Abby got married. I'm married. Abby's married. <laughs> and it all turned out like we had such years because that was at like the height of COVID where everyone had it. And we were just like, we just need to make it to the wedding. Like I was literally saying that to Ariel. I was like, we literally just need to make it to the wedding. She was like, I know <laughs> like she and I were like paranoid, crazy people. Cause it was like, just need to make it to the wedding. Like to the, it was to the point where Chris was just like, I need to leave the house. Like we need to leave the house. Like, I know you're worried, but like, we need to leave the house. And I was like, but what if I get the COVID? Like it was horrible. Well, yeah. Cause, um, it was during literally the first three weeks of January where everybody and their sister was getting COVID and like we had my bridal shower all planned out and very last minute we turned, changed it to virtual. It was an amazing experience. But I was just like, I would rather it be virtual and everybody be able to come to the wedding than people come to the bridal shower and get sick and not be able to come. (laughs) Well, that was my fear. Like, what if I got sick while I was there? And then I like couldn't come back to North Carolina, which meant I then couldn't come back to your wedding. Like, it just would have been horrible. It would have been a mess. But yeah, I got married. And as far as we know, nobody got sick afterwards, Mm -mm. which is incredible. We were like, oh, God, we're going to be this super spreader people that people shit on all the time but like nobody's gotten sick afterwards so (laughs) no not as like we're healthy as horses you know as far as I know none of our friends got anything like yeah your family's fine everybody's been good best case scenario happened thank god (laughs) and the weather too because it was literally the next week that Texas got an ice storm and oh, I was like, right. ah, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> it was actually the most beautiful weather for your wedding weekend. Perfect. It was like 60 degrees and the sun, it was like sunny and clear. And it was the perfect temperature. It was the perfect temperature. We were all comfortable in our ensembles, not like shivering to death in the aisle, like. I remember panic buying you guys all those pash- pashminas because I was like, what if they get cold? What if they resent me forever because I got cold? <laughs> oh my God, stop. Could never resent you for anything ever. 
Oh my god. I, you I just like wedding horror stories and you're like, I don't want to be that person. Okay, first of all, you are the loveliest human being. Second <laughs> of all, you would have had to murder my sister at this point to like have any sort of resentment from me for any record. Reason. I would rather kill myself than see Leah be hurt. <laughs> she is a sweet baby angel, and we do need to protect her at all costs. Scorpio um, always protect Scorpios. That's true. That's true. And Gemini's just fight everybody. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're all good. Angry. <laughs> <laughs> I need to post that meme that I sent you to the our Instagram page because it was so funny. It was just like a Gemini and a Scorpio sliding together, and it's like sharing, telling everybody their opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my opinions. I need an audience. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> that was the most <laughs> accurate thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, which, it was perfect. Welcome to We're Watching. <laughs> This is a podcast about horror movies. If you didn't catch on. <laughs> yeah. There was so much laughter. It's like, you really should have known that it was yeah, about no. horror films. We love to giggle and watch horror films. Yeah. It's rough. It's amazing. It's an amazing life. Also, I'm Alexia. That's Abby. Hello. <sighs> I guess <laughs> we should dive into our topic for this week. Yeah. This week I decided to get real weird with it and I chose an A24 film that came out fairly recently so this is one of our newest reviews yeah and we decided to watch the movie Lamb you say we but you chose it and I and I proceeded to watch it literally the week you told me you wanted to watch it and I watched (laughs) it and that was now like a month a month ago (laughs) So um, I'm going to be really, like, really racking my brain for all of my feels about this. Not to mention Chris has been making, Chris watched it with me and has been making jokes about it for literally a full month. I have been listening to these jokes for a full <laughs> month before this podcast ever even got recorded. <laughs> okay. Looking hilarious. Yeah, because I, I did watch it much later than Alexia, so, but I did have quite a few notes on it, so I can at least refer over to that but sweet i knew going into it that it's an a24 film which are if you're mm-hmm. unaware is more of like it it started out as an indie film production company right it's an art house film company yes. Let's be so real. It, whenever you watch an a24 film you know you're gonna go in with something weird and kind of trippy so mm-hmm. i was like okay this will be fun i was thinking something more along the lines of midsummer hereditary because mm-hmm. alexia doesn't care for hereditary <laughs> and you said that you were okay with midsummer but not thrilled i loved it. midsummer okay i loved midsummer yeah which i think is really funny that i feel like <laughs> like i feel so i don't know i just have really disparate opinions about ari aster's two films which yes. Again, weird, but I, um, yeah. But I was really excited about this one because it was an Icelandic. It, it was called a comedy horror film when I looked it up earlier and I was like, fascinating. I don't think we've done like, I would say Ready or Not was a comedy horror, but this one I was like, oh, it's different. It'll be like a, our first European foray into horror, which I know Europeans get kind of weird. I was going to say, I actually love foreign horror films. I would arguably say I like foreign horror films 
better than U.S. horror films, unless they're like older U.S. horror films, like the 90s or, or earlier, I'd say like are, are a pretty sweet spot, um, excepting a few um, options. But like, even when you think about like Ari Aster, like, is he really American or is he an amalgamation of American <laughs> and European? Let's be real. But um, I do find like K-horror is fucking phenomenal the canadians for nice people they make some fucked up horror films they okay were left alone for too long the french canadian horror films are some scary scary things okay scary. and then like like the swedes for some reason and also there have been some like really sadistic and terrifying horror films that have come out of italy but is that worse i'm thinking of something else suspiria is that an italian trying to think yes Suspiria is Italian that's on yes as mm-hmm. is Salo or the I think it was like 120 days of Sodom or something like that um yeah it sounds just <laughs> like it's it is just like it sounds all right it is my horrifying. face at that and I was like what oh yeah Abby literally looked like you and Honestly, yes, ew. It was exactly correct. It is psychologically demented. Like 10 out of 10 would recommend you not watching this if you literally feel any type of way about anything. Like just don't watch it. Right. Unless you're hardcore like that, don't watch it. I watched it and I regretted it. I regretted it. (laughs) Is it what do they call it? Splatterpunk? Or is it kind of like existential? Um, so long story short, Solo is these like sadistic capitalist people who kidnap a bunch of teenagers and force them to do terrible things like eat their own shit. Don't love that. Torture and kill them. Mm, Yeah. Don't love that. Yep. A lot of sodomy, as you would imagine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a nightmare film like I just don't watch it okay oh I God. know that I like promote a lot of horror films and there are a lot of there are a lot of like really intense graphic horror films that I think are still worth watching uh that one is not one of them okay so take I'm that like, what you will what's that movie that you mentioned Hostel is that the one that you don't like so here's the thing. I, I have seen hostile multiple mm-hmm. times. There's a lot of vomiting for me. You know how I feel about vomiting. All right. We know yeah. how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, which is very ironic given, you know, my medical conditions, but sure. <laughs> um, maybe that's why who the heck knows. However, <laughs> um, yeah, hostile is okay. Like the first one was an interesting foray into something very different, but I feel like the subsequent films, although the second one does pick up where the first left off, which I think is a very unique thing for a horror film. I don't really remember the third. It is on Netflix. It is like on my things of like, maybe I should revisit this eventually. But to be quite honest, I could take take them or leave them. Yeah. Like You the, would have to really be at the bottom of the barrel to get there. Yeah, I would say like if I wanted to watch like a torture film, I'd go for like murders or... Um, even like the original saw, like I think is infinitely better just because of the like psychological elements. Like, I feel like, I feel like martyrs is very, without giving too much away, it's very theological. 
which I think is a very interesting take on a horror film. And then, um, you know, Saw is very intellectual, um, but Hostel really is none of those other things. It's just like pure terror. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like terror and torture and not a lot else. So, you know, I think that's the difference for me, but Mm -hmm. you know, call me out, tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. Whatever. If anybody's listening, who's like a huge Hostel fan, you can either write in or just keep it to yourself. I mean, I'd be intrigued to hear those opinions. Like, I would really love for somebody to actually take like a film critic's lens to it, if you if you will. Yes. But like, on the whole, meh, take it or leave it. Okay. So yeah, with Lamb, I was kind of expecting something kind of weird, kind of dark, because I, I think the trailer. Most- the trailer Remember when you good. sent me the trailer? It looked it looked spooky. It looked yeah, because I think the only Scandinavian horror film I've ever seen was Troll Hunter, and that one was like, <laughs> "Oh, this is what we're doing." I'm on oh board. it. <laughs> Wait, you've never seen "Let the Right One In" or anything like that? Mm-mm. Oh man, okay. <clears throat> That's another. This is like one. my first foray into there, other than Troll Hunter. So this is. Okay my starting point <laughs> oh man all right cool so if you're unfamiliar with like Icelandic horror it's more like folklore fairy tale style they they're very isolated people and very farm driven as a as a whole I know that there's major cities and everything but that's kind of the theme yeah it's funny it reminded me a lot of Thomas Hardy in that way and you know I fucking hate Thomas Hardy that misogynistic <laughs> pig but anyway sorry if you like Thomas Hardy I don't know I'm still going to question you on a lot of things like I would Pro-pans. say far from, far from Madden crowd was like as good as it was going to get for me I mean it was the only one I felt was like decently passable the mm-hmm. rest of them he just really loves books about good women being like broken down and tortured essentially anyway my point being it was very much like a pastoral like Thomas Hardy loves to do pastorals where like things are supposed to be lovely and calm and like that was the feeling of like that romantic era of like the pastoral Mm -hmm. but then he like like I said twists it and like involves a lot of psychological like depressive tortures on these like women essentially so that was kind of how I felt about it it was like cinematically beautiful the geography was spectacular it was very pastoral with like the lucrative farm and like all that green and sky and then it was like oh but this is also a horror film oh shit things are gonna go south real quick <laughs> yeah. um do you want a synopsis synopsis or... synopsis sure um so it's a pretty, I would say it's a pretty brief synopsis because this movie is very quiet. There's not a whole lot of spoken dialogue. Mm -hmm. Um, The movie centers around, um, I'm trying to find his name, Ingvar and Maria, who are two farm farmers in rural Iceland Mm -hmm. who have like a big sheep farm. So that's kind of what they do. And the movie kind of opens up and alludes to the fact that They've recent there. It's literally just those two. They're kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, they've been married for a while and long enough that they've tried having a child and it didn't really work out. I think that she might have miscarried, and that's kind of where most of that trauma comes from. I thought the child died. I couldn't something I couldn't like get to it. 
I couldn't, I was like trying to read the numbers on the phone <laughs> and it was just going too fast for me. Yeah. So either she miscarried or she actually gave birth to a child and the child died. So this is, you can kind of see where this is, this might be going. Um, there's some fascinating imagery with the sheep that they heard. And one of them, like during a normal spring season where some sheep are giving birth, one of them gives birth to something odd which we know it's odd because we are never we are not allowed to see the thing and like we know that it's special because they give each, Maria and Ingvar give the, each other these meaningful looks they wrap up the, the baby in something special he takes out a fucking crib and they keep the the thing in there we all we know is that it has head of a lamb and yeah as it's we know revealed it's got a baby lamb head it has a human body and a lamb's head and you go, oh. Except for like, not quite though. Cause it's got like the one hoof and then the one hand. I which was, was wondering like, about that. Cause I was like, wait, does it have hooves or hands? No, it literally yes. has like, it has like the, the baby sheep human hybrid thing mm-hmm. literally has like a, a lamb head. And then it like crosses across its like yes. chest and has like the fur and then one hooved Hoof. arm. Yes. Like one hooved limb, but then it has like a human arm and then like a, <laughs> the rest of the body is human, female, yeah. by the by. And the shape the that fuck? gave birth to this thing, which the uh, Maria and Ingvar start calling Ada, 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 and uh, that sheep who gave birth is obs- like, she's understandably upset that they took her baby away from her. She wasn't even allowed to like start feeding it anything they just took the baby and left so she is obsessively outside the window bleeding and bleeding and bleeding until maria wakes up one night after a nightmare goes out and shoots the lamb shoots the sorry not the lamb the sheep the mom (laughs) she shoots Um, the mom and buries her like i thought that was fascinating that she gave like a full burial for the sheep mm -hmm. i do too i also thought it was weird that they named otta after their dead child yeah which it's revealed a a while where maria like visits a small grave plotting and there's a whole headstone that says ada and you're like oh that was (laughs) the first baby's name that's not good so maria adopts like this mothership over this child this very bizarre creature and surprisingly ingvar is totally on board he's like yep this is our life now this is my child understood (laughs) i was kind of surprised by that turn but down the road um ingvar's brother peter arrives and peter has gotten into some trouble in the past he's a burned out pop star and he doesn't have a penny to his name so he just stumbles into his brother's home and is understandably shocked by what he finds there (laughs) (laughs) understandably he's like what the fuck is this <laughs> he initially hates it he takes ada out by herself and tr- attempts to shoot her oh it was horrible it, and you're just like what the fuck and turns out he has care- started caring for the child and as the movie goes on you're like oh okay so he's actually like adopting his uncle uncleness to the child but uh he does have re- leftover feelings for maria so when he does try to act on those feelings and sleep with Maria, <laughs> she kicks him out. <laughs> yup. So uh, with Peter out of the way, 
Um, they try to go back to their normal lifestyle, but as Ingvar and Ada go out to rescue a lone tractor that was um, left in the middle of broken in the middle of a field, uh, Peter is murdered by <laughs> a ram man. <laughs> they finally reveal the big bad, and it is a fucking ram man. It is a naked, muscular body of a man, head of a ram. But he's also covered in fur, which is just like, what the It's like fuck? a light, it's like an Icelandic dusting of fur all over his body. <laughs> and so he takes Ada away and leaves Peter to die. Maria knows that something's wrong. So she goes out to try and find them and finds Peter, or sorry, Ingvar dying in the field. And that is all that she knows. Her baby's been taken from her and so is her husband. The end. The end. And if that sounds weird, just imagine watching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Denny had kind of alluded to me your feelings about this movie. So Alexia, do you want to? Oh, no, <laughs> Denny, spoiled it. Give it, Denny. Friend of the podcast. I love you, Denny. I'm <laughs> fellow podcaster, Denny. <laughs> I love you, Denny. I really do. <laughs> well, I he was like, well, Alexia told me this about the movie, and I was like. Oh yeah, because I I recently watched it, and we'll just have to talk about it after the podcast airs. And he goes, "God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> now there's a, a reason to watch the movie and listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. All right. I'll let you go first. Okay. Did you like this? What are your thoughts? I feel like. I have an appreciation for art house films and I can, if this was promoted as an art house film, sure. I would say that I could watch this movie once and be done with it. So, but as a horror film, I was more like, my jaw was only on the floor because I was like, what the fuck in shock and not fear. This movie does not inspire fear except for the first 10 minutes. Yeah, the shots of the sheep and the herds are very creepy, and there's some like underlying breathing sounds, and you're like, "It's all the breathing." Yeah, but then it just kind of—I don't know. I kept thinking that the mother sheep would come back as a zombie (laughs) and murder them, and I thought that's where it was going. That's fair, and it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like if they—if this was just an art house film, chirp, it's fine. It's weird. It's Icelandic. What can you do? Fair. What about you, Alexia? Okay. Well, (laughs) I fucking hated it. I like feel bad saying that. And I mean, I guess it wasn't like, I don't know. I just kept waiting for it to end. I really did. (laughs) And I feel bad saying that. And of course, like I, of course I like made Chris watch it with me. Cause I was like, Abby's going to be so mad if I don't watch this this weekend. Okay. Cause I like, I said that last time and I didn't do it. So like, I gotta do it this time. And then, you know, we didn't talk about it for literally a month, but, (laughs) um, yeah. So it was like the last day of our long weekend. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. I, I did not enjoy it. Um, I did love the the scenery mm-hmm. and normally I love Numi Rapace. Um, mm-hmm. I have, I always love her acting, even if I don't love 
a lot of the films she's been in like Prometheus was rough okay I heard that it was rough Prometheus was rough but I I love her and I love Michael Fassbender so I like got over it but like I do usually enjoy the movie she's in I think she's a good actress she's in Uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo series right yes yes um so yeah like there was that I feel and of course, like I said, Chris has been making auto jokes literally since the beginning. Like, <laughs> I can't. I literally can't. not. Like, that thing and, is so fucking weird. Well, here's the thing. Like, I'll come back to my thoughts in a second, but this, like, needs to be said, especially during this podcast, because literally he couldn't stop talking about it. He was literally talking about it for forever. It was driving me up the wall. I, I love you, honey. If you're listening, I'm so sorry, <laughs> but, um, I was like enough with the auto jokes. Like, stop. and he was like, I need an auto doll. I wonder if they make auto dolls. And so literally he's on the internet looking for the auto doll and fun fucking facts. A 24 did make an auto doll stop. that people literally had to compete to win. So stop. like people had I, I shit you not, Abby, I swear to God, A24 does stuff like this all the time, but like this really took the cake. It was literally like a large Ada doll thing. And you literally had to submit like a video as to why you would be the best caretaker. And then they had a contest and then like, yeah, this woman won the Ada doll and she has like all sorts of like photos of her and Ada and like all the sweaters she knit for her and stuff. It is wild it is wild I feel like that would be pretty easy to make not easy but like you could feasibly do it if you took like an American girl doll shaved a quarter of it off kept like one Mm -hmm. shoulder on and then stuff put like a stuffy lamb head on top of it yeah done I can make Chris that (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll let him know I'll let him know to put an order in with you. Um, but yeah, I just like when, when he was like, see other people felt this way. I was like, honestly, I just don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> I'm glad that Chris is a fan. <laughs> I was like, I like the movie, but at least he's a fan. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, we're trying to do something else. And I'm like, you, I'm like, can you just like, not, you've literally been Googling this for like half an hour and like freaking, like he was literally so into it. So into researching it. And I was like, I'm done. I did not enjoy this movie. I do not want to harp on this any longer. Um, and then now, like whenever we're happy or doing something, he'll literally just be like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I just need you to never again. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot of dialogue in that movie, in the movie, but that's what stuck out to me. So I, that's what I put on the Instagram was, what the fuck is this? And she's just like, happiness. Happiness. So she looks at him like, fight me. I fucking dare you. Well, you no, that was crazy. Pete, that was Pete Hare who was like, what the fuck is this? And Ingvar was like, happiness. And I was like, this is the weird. But yeah he's been I could never forget that quote if I tried because he's been quoting it at me for the last month <laughs> um, so there's that but um but yeah to go back to like my thoughts I mean obviously like I said I've had an entire month of like jokes and like references and things so like it's from that respect <laughs> right so from that respect actually it was pretty funny like it's still funny to think about but I just yeah, I agree. It was a folkloric fairy tale. Like it was not a horror film. Um, I feel like it could have done well as a short film. A thousand percent. If you took out at least an hour of it. Yep. Perfect. 
Yeah. A thousand percent. I feel like too, I just, I love a good, big, bad. Like I love a mysterious creature. Excuse me. I have the hiccups. It's never, <laughs> never going to go away. Um, yeah, I'm the one who finished um, the one. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's, it's, it's going to happen. Whatever. That's what I get for having good. Anyway. Um, I feel like, yeah, I love a good mysterious, big, bad, like creature, like loved it in Cloverfield where we like only got glimpses, loved it in, um, mother films. Why am I blanking? What is wrong with me? This has been a long day. I know really. It was kind for me, it felt like the Baba Duke where I was disappointed once I saw the creature. Really? Yeah. I was like literally all the lead up for this, like that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> like I was waiting for Mr. Ram man. Like we would get his creepy, heavy breathing all the time. We would see his silhouette. We would like hear rustling. And I was like waiting for this awesome big reveal. And then it was just like, wait, what? I feel like it would have probably had a better payoff. if like, you could see like his arm around, like floating from behind a tree or like something in a mirror that might be a little bit distorted or some source of that breathing, because you hear it pretty early on. And at first I thought Ingvar fucked the sheep and that's where the thing came from. And I was like, sir, don't please fuck the sheep. We're better than this. <laughs> See, I I didn't think Ingvar fucked the sheep. I mean, I like it did cross my mind like initially, but then with all of the like creepy insinuations that there was something out there watching, I was like, no, there's something there's yeah. like that. Yeah. And especially because they they reference the um because at the very beginning he looks into a pail of water and it ripples, and then Otta does it later. And I was like, is there a connection? <laughs> <laughs> is this uh, life? What are metaphors? But what no. metaphor are you trying to convey here? I don't know. Or I don't understand metaphor. I love that. So in um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatball, <laughs> this character just like, I don't understand fishing metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love yeah. that movie so much. <laughs> Your tongue's blue. Yeah, I just realized that as I was talking, I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> it's all that Powerade. All right. Sugar-free Powerade has been my saving grace lately. It just sustains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of my notes that I took were just all in caps with the fuck, with the fuck, with the fuck. <laughs> the hand, I hate it. Not the fucking uncle being creepy. What the fuck? And then one note by itself says demon zombie sheep mom. Because that's where <laughs> I was like, I figured it out. I fucking figured it out. <laughs> oh my God. You know me, I like to figure it out. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I feel like everything in this film was either like way too calm or way too intense. Like what I also noticed was it never gets dark in this movie. Mm-mm. Similar to Midsummer, it's always daylight. Even when they're sleeping, yeah. it's always bright. It made me wonder, you know how like the Northern Hemisphere has that thing, yeah, where it's like light out 90% of the time, but they were also wearing sweaters a lot of the time. So I was like, is it summer? Is it not? Is it just always that cold in Iceland? Please explain what's happening. I need to know. I want to go to Iceland so bad. I was like, if I do not ever go to have a, our uh, honeymoon, I want to go to Iceland. (laughs) So (laughs) we're not beach people. So I'm like, Iceland. (laughs) 
I mean, I am a beach person and I would still go to Iceland. All right. More power to you. I support this. I will help fund this. Okay. <laughs> you tell me how to make this happen. $6,000, please. <laughs> Seriously. Um, <laughs> I wish I had money. What a, what a fun time that would be. Um, yeah. So it must've been one of those instances and that's why it never got dark. Yeah. I was like, is it like that? Or are we just in a weird dream state? It's very, is it all Maria just in her sunshine daisies land, just dissociating real hard? I mean, also potentially like, let's not cross that off. If you ever look up the lamb uh, poster, it's very much mother Mary-esque where she's Mary and holding a baby. So Mm -hmm. lots of blues, lots of motherly things. I mean, I thought it was fascinating that Ingvar stepped up as a father. He was a really great father. He was very attentive to Ada. I know. Because I thought, oh, the crux of this movie is going to be like, he's going to be like, what the fuck? Kill it. (laughs) But Mm. no, he was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Whatever. Well, like at the beginning, it seems like they were just like really unhappy. They just Mm -hmm. seemed like really unhappy. And he seemed to just like only care about her being happy. You know, like he was like, fuck it. If a like half human, half sheep hybrid is what it takes. Hell yeah. I'm on board. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a nice landing term for happy wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, it like the, the shift between like how they are at the beginning going through their day-to-day mundanities really, um, mm-hmm. to them going through their day-to-day, but with Ada, yeah, huge difference. So like they were both happy they're driving around they're like oh thank god we have a child and they seem so comfortable and they're more in love man are they in love <laughs> yep we got treated to the first like somewhat graphic sex scene i've seen in a horror film in a while oh and not like a, a fake sex scene either mm-hmm. it didn't feel put upon or like oh man a man wrote this <laughs> Mm-hmm. somebody wrote this for gratuitous uh I don't know anything anything <laughs> um yeah this movie is interesting it's fascinating if you are into art house movies I would suggest it just for that if it's on your list maybe and like I would suggest just watching it because it is fascinating but it's definitely weird even though I didn't like it, I would still say watch it because like you're just like, <laughs> what the fuck the whole time? <laughs> like that was as you as your notes so succinctly put, that was that was my thinking the whole time we were watching it. <laughs> it's it just what am I watching? to be shorter, but if you feel like taking some psychedelics beforehand, I won't stop you. Probably I, enhances it. I was gonna say I would like do whatever the hell you want because this is a weird ass movie. Um yeah I just had I had a lot of questions from this film too like why have sex with a sheep if you could if you if you're a man theoretically if if he is the same somatotype that like Ada is and Ada has like human sexual organs that means he would have male human male sexual organs like why is he fucking a sheep why yes why is any of this happening? 
Also, I'm that not- is my first question. Why is any of this happening? <laughs> I feel like it also would have been more impactful if, because we know that Ram Man exists. Mm-hmm. Are there more? Is it just Ram Man? Is Otta stuck with this man? And then we'll have to like grow up and procreate with him? Like what, what kind of horrors is she stepping into? She's only known human love. Now she's going to have to shed her, her nice cozy sweater made out of her peers' coats and live this weird new life with this weird ram man who is very naked. Well, that's another question. Like, could she procreate with a human and have like a human baby? How far does this- Who's determining this? What genetic structure does this come (laughs) from? Explain this to me. These are questions that they never answer and we need answers to. We need answers. It's like, did Ram Man have sex with that sheet to produce Ada? Is that her father? Is that what they're implying? Because the father had to kill the father to get the baby. Yeah, they are 100% implying that Ram Man is her father. But the question still remains- was the point to have lamb baby? Like, was it meant to be like, why was it lamb baby and not like fully lamb lamb? If he's half ram and then he had sex with a full sheep, why is there not more lamb in that baby? Like, why is that baby so much of a human baby and like very little lamb baby? And then what in the world is going to happen next? Like, I just, I have so many questions. And it's like, did he choose that sheep because she seemed to have more intelligence in her other than the other sheep? Because she definitely like had a preternatural attachment to that baby. Mm-hmm. Was she part of that supernatural being clan? Like, are there no other women? Are there no female body head sheep people over that? Like, I just wanted to know more. And I tried to like look up more about Icelandic folklore to see if there was something that I could pull from just to get any sort of context. And the most I can get is like the general changeling, which is just right. a baby that's been switched out for a demon or fairy child. Except for it's neither demon nor fairy. It's so not. Like, like is Ada it? is a very sweet child and she just seems to genuinely be like experiencing things the way a, a, even a human child would. Yeah. She She's doesn't really cute. speak except she does say Papa at the end, right? Oh, I don't know. I feel like she said a word and I was like, oh, it does speak. <laughs> Usually she just makes like, these little lamb mewing sounds well she just makes the cutest little cooing sounds i do have to say i loved those all right i did not love the half shadowed silhouette of her baby arms just like out and i was like oh god no fuck no (laughs) (laughs) it was the scariest thing okay noted (laughs) it was just so scary because you're like oh no fair totally fair I like yeah I thought like it was I just thought it was fascinating it it really was there's so much to it I don't think I would ever watch it again no I got what I needed out of it I feel like they were just when they made this movie they were like let's just make something we don't care like who watches it who likes it like we're just gonna make this 
Hallelujah. Well, you're in a pandemic. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. That was truly how I felt. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were like, you know what? We have the time. A24 ain't doing nothing. Nobody's making movies. We can do this and people will actually pay for it. And yeah, they may hate it, but like, whatever, we did it. Here we are. Um, I also had some questions about Peter and Maria's relationship because he makes a lot of calm, like very sexually charged comments towards her. And then of course, like tries to engage in a sexual way with her often. And I'm like, did they have an affair before? Like, what is their history? Please explain what's happening. That's mostly what I've read because I tried to read up some articles on it. And it seems like everybody else has gotten that vibe that they've had an affair in the past. But now that Mm -hmm. she's a mother, I, I guess she's like, no, we can't do that anymore. That's why he just doesn't seem to get it at first. He's like, well, why not? (laughs) But this was a thing. This was like our thing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was the impression I was getting, but it was just, it was odd. Yeah. Very odd. He's, I'm, I was surprised that he was, he left so calmly because I would, for a horror film, I was fully expecting him to be killed at some point. Yeah. Like, especially when he brought Otta out to the field to kill her, I was like, maybe the gun will get turned on him. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. For a horror film, there are very few deaths. There's one, two deaths. Two deaths. Yeah. And I was like, I was fully expecting Peter to die because usually that's what happens to sexual predators is either they become like the villain bad guy or they die. Although... I don't know if we can call him a sexual predator. He he definitely had the impression that he could carry on a relationship with her. Although Not it was weird that he like went to the bathroom outside the bathroom and like watched her bathe with her child. And it's like, dude, stop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a little weird with that, but I, I don't think it was as much about the child as it was about Maria. But... No, Cause he just, he really like looked in to specifically see Maria yeah was it weird yes do i think that makes i don't know yeah i'm not sure he's not really a villain he's just a bum dude with no goals in life mm-hmm. he's a washed up pop star was he a pop star or were those just like garage band videos because i couldn't <laughs> tell that I was like, this doesn't seem very like well produced. So I'm feeling like it's garage band days, but I couldn't tell either. I don't want to say anything against Icelandic pop stars, but maybe that's that was the vibe. Because it seemed like those were in the 80s. <laughs> Looked like something. All right. Yeah, uh, bonus points for this movie would definitely be watch it for the landscape. The scenery is absolutely un- unmatched. Some I feel like if there were any CGI or effects that well there was CGI for sure and I think it was really well done with the sheepherds yeah. and the, with the child. I was gonna say like whatever they did to create Ada, I felt like it was done really well. Yeah, it was in the Ram Man like that looked very real, and I was like, oh my god. Honestly, that was probably a man just in prosthetics, (laughs) like with a little bit of CGI, because like, I mean, it would be hard to do with a child, you know, because children don't always take direction super well. And then you've got to like 
you know, mm-hmm. you would have to put them in makeup for a really long time. That would probably be too much for a child. Yeah, that was like, definitely computer generated. <laughs> yeah. But like Ram Man, I guarantee you they could do like a bunch of things with that. So yeah, this movie, take some edibles, watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do what I did and watch it after binging um, Love is Blind and drinking a lot of wine. Yes. <laughs> um, weirdly enough, it has like, a really high approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes and has like a decent critic score rating. And I'm like, who was watching this? I feel like it's all the people who went in there thinking it's an art house film and not mm. horror fans. Because if your marketing is horror, at least have something to it. Yeah, it's not a horror film. Because with my history with A24 and horror, it definitely feels like it should have done better in that field and it just didn't kind of fell flat. Yeah, like if it had just been like dark fairy tale, I would have been like, I yeah, I'm on board. But kind of like the wit- the witch feeling where it's like this is dark and creepy. I'm sorry, the witch was actually spooky. It Lamb was. was not spooky, but it, it did delve more into like folklorish vibes. Right, but at least like the wit, the witch or witch or whatever we're calling it, like. <laughs> At least it had a ba- it had a foundation for all of the things that it, it did, like both biblically, folklorically, and historically. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess I was expecting more of that from this film, and it just... Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Lamb didn't have any of that. So, like, let's not even put it on the same playing field, because I felt like the witch, the bitch, whatever we're going to... Again, whatever we're calling that, like... <laughs> spectacular, just from start to finish, <sighs> acting, the... It was a great movie. Like the cinematography, the acting, the the dread, the dread, the Anya Taylor Joy of it all. Like the Anya Taylor Joy of it all. God, <laughs> our favorite, my favorite modern screen queen, hands down. Love her so much. Um, yeah, like not even in the same ballpark. Again, Numi Rapace is a great actress. Yeah, especially for all of those up close shots. Like that huge up close shot right after she finds Ingvar's Ingmar's body. Mm. Um and you know, it's searching for Ada. But to be quite honest, like meh. Meh. <laughs> meh. meh. Scale of one to ten, it's a meh. It's a meh. Somewhere between a three and a six, I would say. Oh my god, no, I'm giving it a th- a three. That's a three. the most- <laughs> three out of ten. <laughs> That is the most it's going to get for me. Okay. It was because it wasn't like so appallingly bad that I like hate myself for having watched it, but I did not enjoy it. I'm ready for you to come in there with that. I hate this movie so much. It doesn't even deserve a scale. (laughs) Oh my God. One day it's going to happen. One of these days we're going to do it. (laughs) It's going to happen. Like, even though I didn't enjoy, as we all know, I didn't enjoy hereditary. I still wouldn't even say that about it. Well, yeah. Then okay. that low of a ball. No. One day it's gonna happen. I wonder what that movie will be. I'm I'm excited for this year's lineup of horror movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like I still need to watch I need to ke- re-watch a lot of the screen movies so that I can watch the most recent one. So bless Chris's sweet soul. He's been so good about seeing movies with me lately. Like I've gotten him really into it. Like, nice. <laughs> 
He's the best. He really is. Um, I know I've made fun of him a lot today, <laughs> but he's been a trooper um, lately with going to see movies with me. But like he literally after work one day watched the first Scream film so we could go to the theater together Aww. and see the last, the newest one. Yeah. And like, I gotta say, I loved the newest one. I loved it. Really? Um, oh, yeah, I, I want to see it. Um, for a variety of reasons, right? Like I, it's, it's your Scream. favorite. Yeah. Scream is my favorite horror film and one of my favorite films overall. Like it's in my top three. So yeah. And, and of course we watched it and Chris was like, this is one of your favorite films. <laughs> and I was like, I'm dark and twisty. Okay. You knew that going into this. All right. You knew this. Um, anyway. Um, believe it or not, he has never seen any of my top three favorite films and we have had to watch them over the last like couple of months. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we went and saw that one, loved it. And then while we were there, we saw the preview for the cursed, which I think looks really good. So I would love if we could go and see that. Um, I don't think it comes out anytime like soon, soon, Mm -hmm. but new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I still haven't seen the original. So that's Oh, yeah. I saw that. That's a Netflix movie. The new Texas Chainsaw. I have it on my list. I don't know. I'm just like, there's the OG Texas Chainsaw from the Mm seventies, which is good. And then the remake, which I also thought was good, but then they have a ton of others. There's like Texas Chainsaw, the beginning, like Texas Chainsaw, something, something. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know about those. I don't remember a lot of the other ones to be quite honest. I remember the OG and then the remake. Um, and I guess I'll have to watch the newest one, but I do want to see the one with Matthew McConaughey and, um, what's her name? Oh, I forgot her name. She was in Chicago. Um, Renee Zellweger. Wait, what? There's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre with both of them in it. And I want to see it. <laughs> Cause that was like when they like were in the early stages of their acting. Okay, so was it one of like the the like follow up sequel shitty ones? Because yes. it's got to be it like looks horrendous. Okay, <laughs> okay, because I was gonna say I don't even think I've seen that, and it sounds horrific. But I want to see Baby Matthew and Renee. <laughs> oh my God! It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation, nineteen ninety five. Oh well, there's. IMDb says 1994 and then Wikipedia says 1995, but it has one and a half stars. Perfect. Out of five. And then it's rating 3.3 out of 10. (laughs) Oh my fucking God. This is hilarious. Wait, what's its Rotten Tomato score? 16%. But Metacritic says 50%, which seems really high. Especially compared to like that, that three point classic. <laughs> well, like that's the thing. Fifty percent on Metacritic compared to sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes and three point three out of ten on IMDb. That's rough. That those are some rough. Those are some rough initial stats. And when like Metacritic comes in with like a fifty percent, like how did you get there? They're like, you know what? Some people really just get it. <laughs> this is the girls who get it get it, and the girls who don't don't. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, There's also Nope that's coming out, the new um, Jordan Peele movie. I saw the trailer for that and that looked fascinating. All right. It looks like a monster movie. It does. 
But knowing Jordan Peele, it's probably going to be something like very outlandish. I'm very excited because I loved Get Out and I loved Us. Loved it. Like, Although, those are such good movies. Didn't he create something recently that people didn't like? Jordan Peele movies. And he was recreating the Twilight Zone. Oh, the remake of Candyman. Oh, did he make yeah. that? Yes. Oh. Which I honestly thought would have been good given that um, uh, he kept the original um he kept the original actor who played Candyman in the first film, the original. Fascinating. Yeah, there's some yeah, really good not that's coming up this year. Yeah, Candyman. That is fascinating. So weird. Which I still need to watch the original one too. That is also on our list. The original what? Candyman. Candyman. Yeah. So many movies to watch. We're going to be more regular with our everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, swear to God. And also our book talks. So if you are interested in reading, um, we are a couple of really big book nerds and we'll post a, I would say at least one book talk episode every month. Just kind of yeah. as a general roundup of what we're going through. We also can recommend some good horror books. I need to get back into my horror novel reading. I like, I haven't been lately because I was focused on like other things and I have like three or four books that I'm in the middle of reading right now. (laughs) Yes. Because of course I do. When is there never a stack of books that you're like, I'm just going to move on to the next one real quick. (laughs) It's more like, I was like, one was for like another book club. One was for like, like my own like personal list of reading. And then the other one was like, okay, I just won't even lie. It was the Ice Planet Barbarian sequel. And so I'm like, it's smart. It's easy to read. Like I'll just read that simultaneously. You I'm know? so happy that I've gotten most of the people in my life to read that series. And I'm I know. thrilled. <laughs> I, love I, <laughs> I love that you ha- finally broke me down <laughs> in terms of reading it. Like- <laughs> I finally, I, I caved. It's so funny too. I was talking to my coworker about it and um, he was like, yeah, would I like it? And I was like, what the fuck? I don't think so. And he was like, no, tell me the title. Like I used to, well, I used to read this stuff with like this girl I used to date. And I was like, I, oh. I will tell you, but I really don't think you're going to like it. Again, the girls who get it, get it. <laughs> you yeah. might be a girl who don't. <laughs> I was just like, um, <laughs> uh, yeah ariel and i were like all last summer we were like binge reading because it's all free if you have kimindle unlimited right so we were just binging it and i swear i read like six or seven in a week just two or three a day just going of like smut novels you mean uh ice planet barbarians exclusively wait there's more than two there's i think 22 holy shenanigans really i think i stopped at book 10 but there's, I think there's a, at least 22 of them. Okay. Well, I've only seen two in print, but like my company will pay for the books. So I've just been buying a ton of books and then there you go. <laughs> them. all free on Kindle unlimited. <laughs> so excited. So yeah, keep an eye and ear out 
Am I out? An ear out? Watch your eyes no. for your ears on the uh, book talk that we'll post at some point. Woo. And we've got a lot more movies that we need to watch this year. We have a running list. We always take suggestions. Um, our friend Davis, friend of the show Davis, has suggested one movie. I forget what the title is. It was kind of long, but that's also on the list. Yeah. And there's still so many classics that we need to watch. I need to catch up so that I can finally watch Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> I know. I'm you sorry. You it. can't watch it. You can't watch it yet. Well, I had to skip uh-huh. over um, our friend's podcast, um, Movies for When, because they did an episode on Cabin in the Woods. And I was like, I can't know. Uh, I can't know. No, you can't. Oh, that was the self-aware scare one, right? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. They did my three, three of my favorite horror films. So it was like so perfect. Scream, Cabin in the Woods, and what was the third? Oh, Funny People. Was that it? Funny People. Yeah. So, shout out to Greg and Denny. No, for- sorry. Funny Games, I think is what it's called. Funny. No, I'm pretty sure it's Funny Games and not. Yeah. I think we're confused. Like, I'm pretty sure it's Funny Games and not that like sad Adam Sandler movie. I also think I was thinking of um, Funny Girl. I mean, there are a lot of movies. Everything's funny. funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie, a lot of movies with the funny in the title. So. That's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we'll catch you. you guys next week. We'll, we'll talk about another cult classic favorite. Um, just keep an eye on our social media. Um, if you would like to follow along with our upcoming episodes, you can follow us on Instagram at we're watching horror. Hang on. It's been so long since I've done this. I think it's we're watching pod. I don't even know. I have none of the answers oh, here. Sorry. <laughs> Edit that out. Okay. So you can keep up with all of our upcoming movies at we're watching horror on our Instagram. Uh, we're watching horror on Facebook and then we do have a Twitter it's that one is watching underscore horror that's what I was thinking of mm-hmm. and we post all of our upcoming and reviews there and you can just click follow please rate and review and subscribe we would really appreciate it we would love to grow and reach more Yay, people. growth we need more growth. women watching horror movies and talking about it so I know they never are oh. they should be so follow mm-hmm. us. Join in the conversation. Talk to us. What did you think about Lamb? I hope nothing. <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed every moment of disconnecting reality of Lamb. <laughs> well, until then, we're watching. <laughs>